0: Hi guys, welcome back to the seasons podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, um,
0: um it's me, it's Yoma. It's Tommy.
2: And I'm gecko
0: And we have a special guest here again. Yomi, know, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Naomi. I am um, Tomisin. It's your Mandela quote friend <laughs> and the Me
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, Tom, answer Tomson. Naomi, you can lead us in prayer. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. My Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Um, Amen. Father, one thing thank for today. Once I want to just give you all the glory and all the honor. We just pray that as we have this um session today, that you'll be here with us and that you speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. I Amen. pray that at the end of everything, people that hear this podcast will feel blessed. They'll feel better in my name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for everything, for just my name of prayer. Amen. 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 Okay, okay,
3: let's get into the thick of it. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) We don't have any icebreakers today, guys. We're very tired at the moment. Please. (laughs) Let's just move.
3: No, Um, I have an icebreaker, actually. Okay, okay, okay. So, if you were to come back to the earth and you were to, like, select your gender, we used to be, like, a female, if that makes sense. We used to be, like, a lady or a woman. Wow. Or you like,
2: I mean, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I think I'll still be, I will still, still prefer to be female.
2: Yeah, let me like when I was like five, six, I used to like think about this to myself, and I always mm-hmm. my aunt would have been like, oh, yes, I would definitely want to be a girl or like a female because we get to uh shorts, trousers, (laughs) skirts, dresses but guys it's so boring for them they only get to wear trousers and shorts period so that was like my reasoning when I was like six years old so like the woman's life in this world is like hard but I think I would still come back as a woman because I guess I find that exciting and like interesting and it has so much like sugar and spice and everything nice you know
1: Yeah. So I definitely say I would
2: come back as a woman. But I'm probably obviously biased because I'm a woman now.
1: Yeah. You know me, is that your answer too? Um it's it's the same, that's like my answer as well. But it's like I have never been a guy, so I can't really say like I don't know what it's like to be a guy. So Mm -hmm. like like male, so I actually don't know like what's like but I think I'll still come back as like a female because I feel like now the impact you make in the world is just beautiful. So Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, if
3: very um <laughs> this gender, I'll come work as a man of this.
0: is not to be seen. Always trying cause this I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, today's topic is it relates to the icebreaker. So we're talking about women, cause you know we, I feel like we all have strong women in our lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i don't know why this topic randomly came into my head and also at the beginning of the year i remember naomi saying that she wanted to understand women more i don't know i, I that thing just never left my brain so i just randomly remembered it today and here we are yeah. talking about women,
3: That's a picture. women? Yeah.
0: yeah i don't really? know so I have a question to start the conversation. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so who are some prominent women in your lives? And what do they represent?
3: I'm mm-hmm. first. Uh, no, Misha.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> okay, I can go first. Okay.
2: Exactly.
0: I mean i probably say <laughs> my mom. Very generic answer.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, my mom represents strength, basically. And
1: God's
2: yeah. I don't know. Next, next one. Um, I I can go next. I'll I'll okay. go with that generic answer too. I'll definitely say my mom and not just because like oh she's my mom. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. My mom and I obviously have our differences, right? But my mom is someone who doesn't back down without a fight. And that's never, like, physically. It's always, like, intellectually. Like, she doesn't back down without having tried, you know? And that's something that, like, I really admire about her. Because, like, my mom knows what's in my head. And she would discuss and explain it to you till, like, the end. And my mom is like very intelligent, which is something that I admire about her. And like she, she has just, you know, women can be quite restricted in this day and age. But like my mom has just been following her path.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: Time, which is something that I really really admire. Yeah
0: okay
1: so let's go next um okay I'll go next first of all your I just want to say that you actually remembering that thing I said at the beginning of the year is actually so yes, amazing <laughs> like <laughs> a good friend exactly um, I have like three familiar women in my life I'll say my mom first because my mom is just amazing like there's no other person this world like her And then i'll say um my older sister um she's like my proper role model like i actually look up to her it's actually quite weird (laughs) and then i'll say my younger sister as well because she just really inspires me and she has like the best work ethic so i'll say like these three women actually like always inspire me all the time Yeah.
3: yeah yeah same thing with me my mom and my older sister yeah they've like because of my life to like set the bar for me and just like expectations I have to meet and like just basically just set like the bar of like how strong I have to be my faith in my like perseverance and how like I work hard and how I like strive for everything I want in life so yeah my mom and my older sister and myself please shout out to her yes, yes. <laughs>
0: <Here she goes. laughs> let me save the credit.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, imagine not giving myself credit. Uh-huh. Can I, can
0: oh, I like
1: imagine because who another else another... would give me the credit? Yeah, we're Sorry. Can I add another group of women? Yeah, yeah. Like, like all my friends, all my female friends. honorable yeah. like yeah. like mention
3: <laughs> We are suffering.
2: <so> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... You any women? besides your like family or friends that you think have a significant role in your lives or in mm-hmm. how you see yourselves how you understand a woman's role in this world etc mm. <laughs> mm. let me do it I can go first yeah um at this particular point in my life one of the like really... I guess inspiring women to me is Jackie Hill Perry, because first Mm -hmm. of all, I'm very much drawn to like intellectual women. And if you've listened to her speak or read one of her books, you know that like this woman is onto something and it's, it's crazy. And I think she's so inspirational to me because she, she's not necessarily the conventional woman or what everybody everybody expects a woman to look like but as a Christian woman which I am and which I'm going to be every day she shows me that like and she reminds me that like God (laughs) created us all with individuality and so being a Christian woman doesn't have to look one certain way and there's this thing she always emphasizes on that that terminology of being a Christian woman that it's not about you wear or about what you wear or this and that it's about the fruit that you exhibit right and the fruits of the spirit and that thing really goes with me and just when she speaks and how her life just showed me this level of balance that I really admire because she's pursuing her own things but she has like her own kids and she's a mom and then she has her husband and she has her friends and like there's so many things going on in her life and she's just like doing it like not just oh in the way everybody expects a woman is to do this and that but she's just doing her own thing and mm-hmm. she's a black woman who's really you know making it and so she really inspires me also i really like her hair because it's long <laughs> and, period. and who it? <laughs> long and healthy hair so yeah i think jackie hill Perry really really inspires me but i guess as I said, I'm the kind of person who's really, really drawn to people who are very, like, intellectually, you know, up there. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: for me, I mean, I feel like everybody not come from my neck when I say this answer, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> everybody knows I like Kelly Jenner, <laughs> but I don't like her cause oh she's like I, I just like her cause of like her work ethic. Like, yeah. I'm mean, a business IT girl. And then when I, like, see, like, the way she, like, you know, does her business, does her thing, it just inspires me because i like, she's very young. I like that mm-hmm. fact. And to be that young and be that successful at that kind of age is very, like, like, I want to have that same, I want to have that same work ethic that she has and, like, have my own thing from the beginning and, like, you know. I mean, but she Like, has- she comes from privilege and all these things. But it's one thing to have privilege and still, like, make something for yourself that is meaningful, not just put your name on something mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah it's jenner
1: yeah yeah my wife um, um i'll say like uh, michelle obama Period. He
3: yes. I are a feel like, look
1: at your meme i winner, feel like she just paved the way for i feel like she just paved the way for a lot of like black women to feel more confident in themselves like you know she had this documentary on netflix and i've watched that thing like so many times like i've been i've watched it like so many times because it's just so inspiring the way she talks the way she's just like always there to make people feel important and she's just like so specific in who she is and the way she's just like she's herself like she's obama is like was the president but she's like everyone knows michelle obama like she's herself yeah. and she made a way for like herself and she's like her person so she's just like being inspiring and it's just like you can do whatever you set your mind to do and even though like you may be under someone you can still shine your light and be yourself mm-hmm. and inspire people in your own way yeah
2: word you know, like, yeah. like Naomi, it's so crazy what you said is so beautiful because like michelle wasn't oh barack's wife she yeah. was michelle michelle. obama yeah, her whole complete individual self,
1: yeah. Like she made her own brand for herself, and yeah, she's she is. and mm-hmm. now, like, we talk about her so separately from Maracorama, like, yeah,
2: yeah. Thomas, mm-hmm. are you ready? Ah, uh, I'm still trying to think. On this, <laughs> oh, can I add one more person? Yeah. Highly intellectual, representing all over Chimamanda. Like, oh, I I feel like I had little to no appreciation of Chimamanda before I left 90. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then after I did, I was just like, this woman is a queen. Like, her fashion (laughs) sense, Mm -hmm. her brain, I mean, again, her hair, like,
1: great hair is always a
2: plus. But like, the way she speaks, her confidence. she speaks for me, she's so wonderful And Chimamanda speaks to me directly because it's not just, like, reminding me that I can be, oh, a confident woman, or a confident black woman, a confident black Nigerian woman anywhere, the
1: yes. there. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, Chimamanda is just, she, she, she's wise. she's mm-hmm. yeah. wise. Oh my gosh. And, Yes, someone that is name.
0: one of my, um, What's this Um, what is lady's name? Okonjo Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Mm, like, I, mean, to, I, to, I to like just like people right. that do business. And then my mom, always, oh, she's like someone like a, like she's just like, she, I don't know, like she just I just people don't even know that she's married because she's her own person. Mm-hmm. Like I like mm. people that just like set like they're their own brand. They just have a very like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just smart people basically like they're, cause they're intellectual people that have. It's not about just putting your name on something. It's about having something for yourself and making it your own. So, yeah. Okay.
2: And Okun- can we Jewella. just add that Okun-je- Wella wears Ankara, like, every hmm. single time? It's my last. Is is plus.
0: It's her brand.
2: A queen. Unapologetically okay. who she is, you know? Yeah. I feel like I the, the best thing about,
3: like, being like that kind of being up there is just being true to yourself when you get there because yeah then it's like these women we've mentioned is like they keep staying true to where they're from you know some people now when they like get there they just like you try to seem more what's the word now do you know Not what I'm people? saying Sha like oh yes. I'm just a black woman like um, almost her name Chimamanda will be like yeah I'm a Nigerian I'm from Ava and this and that mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like just very inspiring you know you don't have to bend and mold yourself into something else just be who you are regardless of where you, you get to yeah
0: yeah that's what we preach on this podcast be yourself
3: be yourself <laughs> for me yourself. um right now the only woman i can think of is andrea yama she's the owner of the brand Andre- andrea yama yeah it's bad like name that she named that brand her but...
0: And then she's just
3: very sometimes when I watch her stories or like just you know look at her page, like she's also a Christian, right? And then she's just very like grounded. If that, yeah, she's just very grounded. She studies her Bible. And then she, what like particularly strikes me is that as much as she works hard, she likes like resetting. So she would like take vacation off and then reset. And then she does a lot of like she educates herself a lot before she brings out like something or before she like goes into creating like something from something do you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. for instance she wants to like create a new collection maybe based on like a certain tribe or a culture or like some type of materials she'll like travel there and like l- take time to learn about that culture rather than just like assuming i just just Doing something out of the norms, you get what I'm saying. And yeah. then she's just very like grounded in her Christianity, you know. And then also grounded in like her ethics. So she's not like, you know how now it's like just work, work, work. She's like work, rest, reset, work, rest. You know what I mean? So yeah, for me, it's like how when I think of someone um, that inspires me. Yeah.
0: yeah, nice answers, guys.
2: So, I have a question. Shoot me. What does, how does being a Christian and being a woman, how does that intersect for you? And you can correlate it with being a Christian and being a black woman. And what relationship does that have for you? And what do you think God has called you to be or what he called you to be when he created you to be a black woman? Hmm, this question is deeper Hmm.
1: yeah so
0: here oh I don't know Deco you start so we can see what this okay I can start
2: um so there's this thing I always say that like before I left Nigeria right I wasn't black I mean technically of course I was but being black wasn't a part of my identity that I had to identify as because everyone else around me was black so like Mm -hmm. If I had to introduce myself, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm a black woman, no, 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 no. I would just say, oh, my name is Jerko. Maybe I would say, like, I'm Yoruba or something. That was, like, a differentiating factor for me. But then when I left Nigeria to go to, like, school, I became a black woman. And you know that that's one of the traits that everyone around you sees first when they interact with you. And I think the correlation with that being a black woman, because... Our role in society is that, on one hand, we're very much like suppressed and put down. But at the other hand, so many people are looking at us because they expect us to be or act a certain way, And sometimes also, of course, I felt pressured to look or act a certain certainly because I was a black woman and I felt I needed to represent. And then how that intersects with my relationship with God and who I am in Christ is that I am an ambassador for Christ everywhere I go. And there's this thing that you hear about how, you know, you need to live your life knowing that your life might be the only Bible that some people ever read in their whole lives. And I think for me, the intersection between being a black woman and my life in Christ is excellence. So exuding excellence as much Mm -hmm. as I can. And excellence Mm -hmm. is not the same thing as perfection, right? And because as a black woman, of course, I want to be excellent. I have what it takes to be excellent. All these black women that we've listed, I mean, they weren't all black, but all these women, I think they were actually, but anyway, all these women, Kylie wasn't, sorry. But all these women (laughs) that that we talked about is because they've shown themselves to be excellent. And women in this day and age, the thing that sets us apart is excellent, you know, that doesn't mean overworking yourself or anything, but just being excellent in what you're doing. And that is also a similar standard to what Christ has called us to be. We're supposed to be just the way our heavenly Father is. We're supposed to be excellent, and we're supposed to, you know, keep striving for more and to be better and to do better. And I think those two things, side by side, it gives me so much inspiration to be to keep being a better version of myself because I want to be better. Because there's, I know what is inside of me. I know the Holy Spirit inside of me. Who has given me the capacity and the grace to to excel, to bloom, to flourish, to to be like the word to nations and everything to shine my light? And I also know that because I'm a black woman, I have black girl magic inside of me.
3: And I really? the
2: intersection of <laughs> those <Really? two laughs> is excellent. and that that's it for me. That's that's what I see. I see that as. Being a black woman and being a Christian, of course, in this day and age, there's some low points there. But for me, I see it as something that uplifts me and inspires me because there's just enough reasons, you know, to always not just be like a mediocre, dear girl, but like to be a very, very advanced or more excellent version of myself. Yes.
1: Mm.
3: Very well said. I don't even yeah. think I have anything to for us. that. I
1: <laughs> um, I just want to quickly, like, add to everything Deco said. Um, one of the ways this year, especially, I have been able to, like, really step up and be like, okay, I identify myself as Black, I'm a woman, and how do I actually show up for myself and actually show up in the presence of God was putting my 100% in every single thing I do. Like before, I can actually say that sometimes I just feel like ninety-five percent. Like I'll do something, but I don't even know if my heart is really there. I would probably not plan as well. But now, like I just want to do it like hundred percent because I know that I'm not doing it on man. I know that as a person, it comes to God. So if God gives me a task, I know that I'm doing it unto Him and I'm doing it for His glory. And then that way, I can inspire other people around me and everything. So that was like one year, most especially. Because, like, if you look at women in the Bible, like, Esther, they gave their 100% everything they do, Ruth. She didn't just, she didn't, like, follow Naomi to, um like, she didn't follow Naomi back and just, like, go back. She stayed with her. She yeah. gave her 100%. She worked for Boaz wholeheartedly, like, they always put their whole hearts into everything they do. So, like, I just felt like that was one way God was calling me, like, to really identify myself, like, putting my 100% to everything.
0: Yeah. I agree with what Naomi said.
3: Um,
0: for me is this your mom? it's me
3: <laughs> for me um, I think where my identity as like a black woman and like a Christian intersects, is the way I treat people I feel like it does like I feel like it made me a more I don't know I feel like I'm more loving if that's I don't know how to explain it properly but like because i've experienced like various treatments as being a black person like Jacob was saying in nigeria i'm not really a black woman like it just just doesn't i'm just a person like i'm just okay i'm just a girl but in nigeria is like you have to constantly be aware of your identity there this certain image i think people here have about like black people just like, like they maybe impatient people eat like hot temper and stuff so like where it intersects just how i treat people like the patience and just the love i treat people with i guess so that's my, that's
2: my yeah like mm-hmm. i can definitely relate to what you're saying in because yeah being black and being a woman those things make you like understand what it is to be i guess in a marginalized group mm-hmm. and be more sympathetic to other groups of people mm-hmm. and like yeah, sympathetic, empathic. I'm not sure which word I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But you get the gist. Because you understand firsthand what it's like yeah. to be, for reasons that you cannot necessarily control, to be treated less than who or less than what you're supposed to be and less than actually the value that God has created for us. So, yeah, yeah. I I can definitely, like, relate with the point you just made as well.
0: Um bless me um for me where my christianity intersects with being in black woman is like my confidence because okay. just because of the way like i carry myself now like now i know who i am mm. and now nobody can tell me who i am because i know who god wants me to be and who, has, who he has called me to be basically i'm just more confident in myself 'Cause yeah. I've been through phases where it's like I didn't know who I was. I've been insecure about something and insecure about this and about that. But in reality that's not what God has called me to be or what he wants to be, what he sees me as in retrospect. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have one can I can I add, can I add one more thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um another way like this year as well that God has I've been able to like put the whole I'm a Christian, I'm a black woman together is um like desirability like how am i actually desired and oh. it's like one way in which like has helped me is that i was reading something when there was like a book and they were like that when you walk into a room your duty and your responsibility is to love other people there and your disability your, your responsibility is not meant to make other people like love you or like you are just meant to go there and shine your light and be yourself and love other people that like extend grace to other people there like genuinely on whoever they are like just love them and your responsibility is not to say oh is my hair well does this person like the way my hair is looking does this person like the way I'm walking? does this person like the way I'm doing something like that so your responsibility is to make sure that you extend love and grace to everybody there I feel like that was the same way like Jesus was when he came on earth he just wanted to love other people and he didn't really care about like what they did back to him like mm-hmm. that respect. Mm-hmm. So that's one way because um as a black woman like sometimes you're like do they like doing my hair is my hair acceptable is my there's so many things like you're like is my dress acceptable is my dress acceptable is my this like you just, there's just so many yeah. things like is my tone acceptable like and everything but like that just really really helps me like understanding that wow my responsibility is actually to love others and be a good person and if they want to like me back that's really up to them and hmm. I know that God loves me ultimately,
0: yeah.
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I don't know. Um, also, even just like being a Christian, it just made me more like it made me, um, what's what I'm looking for now, have more respect for women, to be honest. Because, huh, I wasn't close, to, I mean, I was close to my mom, but because I was, you know, I was doing things that I should not be doing, should have been doing. I wasn't talking to her as much. So, like, I wasn't telling her anything. Now, like, my mom is literally, like, my best friend. Because, like, now there's nothing for me to hide from her. I just tell her everything. Just have more respect for just people around me. And I don't know. Just living my life better, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: trying to think of another question.
2: Okay, I can ask the question in the meantime. Okay. Um, What do you guys think are... Because we're all like in that 18, 19 age range, so we've had a, 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 count, a sensible number of years on this earth, but at the same time, we're not super old. But in your years on this earth, what do you think are some of the challenges that you personally feel like you face as a woman? Because, of course, we can talk about the things that we've noticed from... The women around us and things like that. But what are the challenges you believe that you faced as a woman? And if you want to add like how you got over it, etc., then you can add that. But if it's something you're still dealing with, then yeah, you can just answer the question. Hmm.
0: Period pain. I'm still going through it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm, just
2: I'm
0: just joking.
2: But for real, that thing is not even funny. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, not. Is- I saw somewhere
1: work. that in the olden days they were like, period huts. like So if you're on your period, you can't just go there. And I'm like, why doesn't that still exist? No, please. <laughs> hey, angry women everywhere. No, thanks. <laughs> now I'm going just sleep. I beg you, touch me. Go away. <laughs> no. Um,
0: no. Who wants to go first?
3: I think I can go.
0: Okay.
3: okay. I think for me, it's just like, there's still so much like inequality yeah. So let me just put this out there. I'm mean, a feminist. Like I just believe that there's this like very absurd inequality between men and women. Like how they're treated at work, or like just basically how they're treated. I think that part is just very annoying for me. And also what you said, like the whole period thing, like <laughs> it's, not, it's not sweet, it's not nice. Like the whole pregnancy thing it's not sweet, it's not nice, I don't like it, 0 over 10, the pains, Nah, I don't like, I'm, like, my pain tolerance is 0, so it's, like, being a woman, I just, it's, like, I can't even get to decide this kind of pain, if I want to go through it, or not, I have to go through it, so, yeah.
0: Um, for me, For me, it's just how, like, people expect me to be. I was at work one day, so right, and then my name badge is Harriet because I don't like when people mispronounce my first name. So just, I'll just try like, to you call my middle name then. And then this man walks up to me and he's like, oh, like, and he's, oh, so obviously I couldn't even be rude or anything to him. He's like, you're very well spoken. I was like, thank you. Then he's like, um, how, how are you so well spoken? You don't you don't have an accent. I was like, do you, how do you like, how do you expect me to speak? I, I don't, I'm not understanding, like, do you expect me Why to be like? Back? I didn't. Even, I really, I was just like, excuse you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how am I expected to behave? Like, do you want me to speak? Like, it just wasn't making sense because because I'm well spoken. Does that mean I can't be black? Like, does that? Do you see where I'm going with this point? Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was very annoying, and I've not gone through it. I started, I've not over- overcome it, basically.
1: Mm. <laughs>
2: Naomi, do you want to go?
1: Um, no, I'm not already. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then,
2: since I asked the question, I can go. I think for me, one of the things is in terms of my appearance and a certain standard that I think I need to uphold in how I look. And so, like, yes, of course, I know I'm made in the image and likeness of God, right? But mm-hmm. it's like, the way black women are somehow sometimes of course in terms of our parents on their mind, and expe- especially like dark-skinned women sometimes I feel there's this way that at some point in my life I feel like I almost carried it on my head and it's like okay you always have to look good You, oh, your edges need to relate this and that because of you need to show them that like yes black women dark-skinned women in fact are are everything are it and it got to a point where I wasn't necessarily healthy because I was, you know, just so focused on my parents. I think in a way that is not even godly, you know. And it wasn't only just because, like, oh, I want to look good for myself and feel happy, but also because I thought I needed to represent and, like, show Black women to the world, which is great, but it's not my personal responsibility, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have to prove to everybody that based on this color of my skin and my gender, I am worthy of like respect and things like that. And how I had, I felt like I needed to like tap into like the whole pretty privilege thing by not looking scruffy because what other kind of privilege am I going to get being black and being a woman, you know? And I mean, it's something that after time I realized is draining because it can be like energy consuming, time con- time consuming, Exhausting your money because you can't just look good with no money. It takes like you know money to look good, and mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that that um I've dealt with, and I'm kind of still dealing with, but I'm getting better at in terms of being a woman, and in terms of feeling that I need to uphold this certain look. Like, of course, I still like to look good all the time. I'm getting to a point where I like to look good because. It makes me feel very good about myself and that's the kind of person I am and I want to be rather than the fact that I'm like okay I'm a black woman and even if I look different from other people around me I need to show them that yes me too I'm a babe and I'm this and I can afford to Mm -hmm. look nice all the Mm -hmm. time and my hair is not rough and other things like that that I guess I subconsciously internalized about myself. So yes, mm-hmm. that's me. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's so huge. Um, I'll say, like, dreaming, like, very, very big. Like, most of, like, the, like, biggest roles, like, oh, no, see, like, something like becoming a president, like, those are roles that role have, like, always been taken by men, or, like, all these big roles in the society I've always seen, like, head pastors, all these things. They're always like men. So dreaming big has been like one challenge I think I faced. Like I just, when I was much younger, I just felt like women didn't have the opportunity to dream so big, to be like so great. But like now, like coming up age now, I'm just like, yeah, women can be whoever they want to be, whoever they choose to be, whatever they want to be. As far as they put their minds to it and they work hard. And that's actually what they want to be because yes like there's no different apart from like let me just say physical strength there's really like like when it comes to intellect and things like that there's like no dif- much dif- there's no difference between a man and a woman so i thought i now know that yes i can dream to be i can do hard things like that kind of thing because like when i was much younger i used to do hard things like in my like my family were just three girls so if it was a boy's job, we still had to do it. Like switching on the gen, putting the dispenser bottle up, things like that. We still had yeah. to do So like was when it was later, I was just like, okay, wow. I can do I can do hard things. So why can't I also like dream very big? I can dream of becoming a president. I can dream of becoming a minister. I can dream of owning my own like company and things like that. So and now having all these, like, black women now doing great things, it's even so more inspiring and just, like, kissing on my toes to want to work harder.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Naomi, I, like, I love your point and I agree with it, but then I would just want to add personally that women and men, of course, are very, very much, like, we're equal in the sight of God. That's fact. Yeah. The scriptural reference, go and check First, first Peter 3.7. Three. But besides, like the physical, you know, makeup. I think one thing I'm noticing is that they're actually, especially in terms of like, emotionally and like how our brains work, men and women are really different. And for me, on the like this, the point we're making about how women can do many things that guys can, yeah. What appeals to me actually is the fact that. Men can do, like, it's just that there's so many things that men have, I guess, decided not to do for reasons just because, and I guess part of it is also like African culture, but things like washing plates, cooking, taking care of your kids have been like relegated to, oh, that's the woman's job. But like the woman didn't come out of the womb knowing how to take care of kids. Yeah, She just had to learn to do it. And I think for me, it's like, men and women are different in many ways and I personally believe that men and women were created to reflect different dimensions of God's character which is like something that we could go into like some other time but I think in terms of when we talk about oh men and women being similar or equal I guess it also goes back to like my background and the fact that I faced the fact that I have two older brothers there are things that I did I'm like am I doing this thing because I'm the last child or because I'm a female and everybody expects that I'm the one that should be doing it such as cooking because even though I had brothers I still put on the gen I still turn I still carry dispenser bottle etc and so it's like what about the flip side like there's some things that I do that I think that men, I I know that men also have the capacity to do, at least to learn how to do. And to me, I feel like we don't even talk about that enough because in as much as as a woman, I, I want to feel empowered and I am empowered and I know that I can achieve. And as you said, dream big the way men are dreaming big. It's also like me dreaming big means that there might be some things that I can't, handle because there are other things i'm doing and men need to understand that like the roles need to be flexible you know based on what works and do not think that women were raised to serve them which is something that i feel like i see everywhere in this country perhaps even more of the continent on the whole not every single place but like for me it's like It's like that understanding that men can actually do so many of these things that we act like they can't, but they really can't. Cooking is a life skill. They can't do that. And so, yeah, that's like men and women are different in many ways. Emotionally, the way we think, like the way our minds work is just vastly different. And the way we like, you can say the exact same thing to a man and a woman, but their interpretation is like two whole worlds apart because we think very differently. um. Mm-hmm. But in regards to our similarities as well, I feel like for me, one thing that over time I've like, been like, okay, we need to talk about this more is, you know, men picking up this lack because to an extent, mm-hmm. there's so many things that they could just do, but they don't do for, like, no reason. And I don't understand it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yours. Hmm. Okay, the
2: i feel like we should
0: i feel like we should what's it called we should talk about how the bible portrays women and how society feels like women should be okay. should, should should um what's the word i'm looking for should act like do you see the point i'm talking about here
1: yes
0: yeah because i feel you know let me tell you. was okay let me not go off but <laughs> You know the thing with men and society that they feel like like Je was saying, they feel like we should be taking care of them, and we should be doing these things, and we should be doing those that thing, and we should be doing all of these things. when in the Bible, like the women that are like that are what was the, the, the women we see in the Bible, we see like Mary and Ruth and Naomi and all these people and Esther and all these people the, their whole life wasn't centered on they were strong women. And their whole lives were centered on, like, their husbands and their children. They had, they had like, they had their own separate lives. That's how the bioportunes like, as strong women that had their own, their own identity and had their own, like, life goals and ambitions and all these things. When in real life, nobody wants anybody to do these things. And they, we all want, they all want somebody to submit to them and come back home by 5 p.m. and make dinner for them and also have kids for them and also, and also oh clean house for them. Exact. I did there because they want to be doing the doing things, but they don't want to do their own things. (laughs) It's very much unfair and very unrealistic and very insulting because excuse you, like God did not bring me to this life to be kissing your feet. Like let's be real. Mm. I'm going. I'm like I actually like God has a goal for every single person. God has a plan for every single person. What if? His plan for you isn't to get married. What if he wants to be want you to be Paul? What if, like, like it's just so like, what's the word? It's just so like amusing to me how like they've just put women in this like trap and in this little bubble of what they're supposed to do when in real life it's like we really can't do anything. Like what Naomi was saying, we really can truly and honestly do anything that we set our minds to. So yeah, that's my little thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay, I remember. I guess
2: because you asked the question about like the Bible's like depiction of women versus mm-hmm. the yeah. world's blah, 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 women. Before I say this, I'm going to say that like it's very much controversial. But the Bible is truth, and it explains and helps us to grasp the things that are happening in this world. So, I mean, I definitely also identify myself as a feminist and the kind of person I am. When things are, like, heavy on my heart, I really ask, especially, like, things in the world, and, of course, inequality regarding women is something that's everywhere. So I ask the Holy Spirit about it. And this is something that I haven't yet fully unpacked. But we should not forget that when Adam and Eve fell, the woman was cursed in Genesis, and it was said that she would continually be like, I guess, looking for the approval of her husband, but she wouldn't get it. And I think that's something that we forget. And when we remember that verse, it explains so many things and so many structures and why the world is the way it is and why women are marginalized. Now, does that curse or that verse mean that like we won't? stop fighting for equality no because the man was also cursed that like he would work hard and toil the earth before he gets any of its fruits but there are still christians in this day and age that are like thriving that are you know that are thriving that are making profit that are being good with what their hands are set to And so in regards to the question, I think that there's a lot of like things in the Bible about what the woman is like and who the woman is. First of all, in regards to what Islam was saying about kissing men's feet, we need to remember that the Bible says that women should no no no. Sorry. The Bible said that wives should submit to their husbands, not that women should submit to men. And so, that entitlement that guys feel to all women is that, like, first of all, in the Bible, it's only talking about one your woman. wife. Your wife is the only one who has any reason to submit to you. You can't lord that over every woman around you and feel like, oh, you have some kind of mm-hmm. superiority over you. And yeah. let's not forget that the Bible also asks men to love their wives, and it's love the way Christ loved the church. Can so you do that? If your wife <laughs> has a child taking care of the kids, you, she has a job, you want her to come back home, cook for you, do this, do that. Is that love the way Christ loves us? Like mm-hmm. love the church? Is that sacrifice? No. And then in most cases, it really isn't. And so then why do they then feel the, you know, in the place to then be like imposing that rule of submit? First of all, the... <laughs> instruction was not given to men. It wasn't men make your wife submit to you. It was women or wives, sorry, submit to your husband. Exactly. That's for the the women. They they don't like to mind
0: their business. And then
2: men love your wife (laughs) And that is for the men. But I personally think that like there's so many things that in the like relationship between men and women and how it is in the world, there's so many things that God created men and women to be different intentionally and we are actually meant to complement ourselves. The way it is in the world it's very hard even I like it's so hard to see the complementary nature of that. It's so hard to see like cuz there's a point you get to that you're like what do men actually have to offer me? <laughs> and it can be quite hard to see the for the what God has actually the complementary nature that God has actually created for men and women to have. But I think that's why it's important to read your Bible and seek the truth because the truth is not in the world it really Mm -hmm. isn't and so in the Bible we can see that for example Deborah, Deborah had a husband and everything but she still fulfilled God's work in her life I believe and I hope that Deborah being a woman of God she did submit to her husband because you can be great you can be successful and submit to your husband, Mm -hmm. you can do the work of God and do that at this stage in our lives we don't have the mandate or instruction to submit to anybody because we're not married. We're no happy. boyfriend, though because yeah. mm. the Bible never said submit to, to your boyfriend or
0: like you it actually either. Don't Men don't me are say. so entitled. Like I really I don't love. like entitled men. To I love like gold. things. Like why are you so yeah. like you're you're my boy. You didn't pay any bright price. Like
2: you didn't buy my <laughs> wedding, so wedding, wedding dress. Like you didn't buy me my
0: Gucci bag. I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry. Go on.
2: But yeah, it's just that, like in the world, you just see women treated so like unfairly, and like they can't amount to as much as a man can. Yeah. But in the Bible, you can see that. For let's okay, let's take our good sis Mary for example, right?
0: Let's clap for Jesus. (laughs) Let's clap for Mary. (laughs) Let's (laughs) clap for Mary.
2: Anyway, brought
0: Jesus into this life, so please,
2: Mary. Mary was a young woman. God came to her or like the angel came exactly. to minister to her showing that women are like women can't speak to god women can't work for god god didn't go to her fiancé and said okay go and tell your wife this no because god doesn't speak to only men he speaks to us all god mm-hmm. went to mary he's the one that picked her for the job and the thing is she had a mary of course she carried jesus she nurtured him etc but then she had a husband who actually when god wanted to talk about you know how they should leave and go to Egypt, da-da-da-da-da, and gave Joseph the dream. We can see that it was a partnership. It wasn't like one-sided, like, oh, God only talked to Joseph because he's the man of the house, etc., leaving Mary out of it. No, Mary had her own encounter with the angel as well. We could see that Mary was a woman of faith, and Mary was the one who brought, even at her young age, Jesus into this world. And so I think when we look to the Bible, we can see that men and women and husbands and wives— are made to complement each other so that God's will on this earth can be done. And if we can see that in how our Savior was brought into the Christ, we can see that Mm -hmm. that is the, that's what it's supposed to be like. And of course, it's hard these days because men are actually, you know, I'm only going to say great things about them because they're made in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. And I've done my fair share of bashing men. But (laughs) men are made in the image of God and there is a will of God for them on this earth, and that also relates to women. But I think in the Bible, when we look, we can see that like being a fulfilled, successful woman is something that God wants for women to be. He has a He has a calling for women, and their mm-hmm. husbands should not stand in the way of that. Esther saved the whole nation, literally, and she had a mm-hmm. husband, and that guy, of course, he had a role in helping her actually. Mm -hmm. achieve God's will in her life of actually saving her people but we can see that like according to the bible you know unlike what the world would tell us women have a big role in saving people in leading the world in changing the direction of the earth because come on imagine if Jesus didn't come through Mary that's a whole like the, the direction of the world would have gone like left so left so much left but through a woman we can see that like so much can actually be achieved for god i've gone on for a really long time yeah, yeah this my you know
0: also my to say one last thing let me say one last thing because while wow, the holy spirit was ministering to me <laughs> <laughs> i just felt the need to just because i feel like even there's some women that they don't even know how important that they are in god's Mm, eye we've spoken about like we don't know like we're always looking for validation from like the wrong people and that's why we're always like accepting mediocre things from men because we don't really know the kind of love that god has for us and i'm just here to tell you that you don't need you don't need all this media you don't need to seek validation from all these people that don't even know you they don't even know the plans that god has for you in your life like God has big, huge plans for everybody, so you don't need validation from all these men, women, boys, girls. No, you don't. You really, honestly, and truly, I've been there. You don't need it because they will not help you in this life. So just God will give you all the validation that, like, we're you know how precious we are to God. Oh my gosh, you are literally the apple of God's eyes. Like everybody is important to God in. One way or another, whether you like it or not. Like, it's just facts. Yeah. But if you keep on like seeking validation from the wrong people and from the wrong set of eyes, it's like it's not even going to take you anywhere in this life. It's the same thing about like insecurities that me and Tommy were talking about. It's like if you keep looking for people to like to point out the good things in you, then it's like, what's, what's really and truly the point? Because mm-hmm. you need to start seeing things for yourself and you need to start mm-hmm. looking at like. You need to start looking at people, not even people. You need to start looking at the person that made you to, to like, tell, like, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I just
2: add on to what Itioma said with a verse? I promise I won't even say anything. But Psalm, <laughs> some, some, and it's just crazy how like the Spirit works in unison because I just found this verse or like saw it this morning. But Psalm 37 verse 5 to 6 and it says in message translation and it says, Open up before God, keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. And this yes. first just show shows us that like God is there to validate us and He He stamped yeah. us with a high approval with approval. Like imagine God that created everything, stamping with approval. Hey. And he has already done that. And hey. that goes for a man women, everybody. And so we don't need anybody else for any reason to validate mm-hmm. us or to approve our actions. So
3: yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. Huh. Psalm 37, 5 and 6. That's all that needs to be said. Exactly.
0: God loves you. That's the end. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like women, you shouldn't have this, this episode because that's what we came here to talk about.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah.
2: But yeah, I think that like in the future, it's important to have healthy discussions about, because we know what what the depiction of women are in the world, but it's important to have healthy discussions about like, okay, so moving forward, how are we actually supposed to relate with women in a Mm -hmm. biblical manner, contrary Mm -hmm. to what we've internalized and what are women's role in this world in a biblical manner and according to the word of God and the will of God for his life? No. The will of God for, for our lives.
1: Life.
2: Yeah.
0: For me, just have respect. Like I really and truly pray that, like my brother grew up with respect for women because it's one thing to, to, to know women. It's one thing to respect them and respect their wishes. Like I grew up with, like my my dad was literally never at home. Like it was just me, my mom, and my sisters for a long time. From my dad, from my brother, came in. So it's like I have respect for women. And I just want people around me to also have respect for women, like I do. Like, res- just like respect them, like that's just all. Because I don't think God wants you to be disrespecting women anyhow and coming on the teal to talk nonsense. Like, excuse you, like you can't just be in people's businesses and just making. It- Sorry, I'm-, I'm digressing. Somebody else should stop.
3: <laughs> 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 this is just to run for me. Yeah, right. no, let me just move on.
0: Yeah, Like, okay, so- just.
3: Respect women like women do go through a lot. Like obviously, respect everybody because
1: yeah,
3: like you need to accord respect to people. You can't just go around disrespecting people and treating people like trash. But mm-hmm. then respect women because we go through a lot emotionally, physically. Our bodies, our emotions, everything is just all the way up there. And then yeah, And like you said, when I was talking about family. Um, I really like love how my family is like a girls. My dad is like a, a girl that so he has shown me what respect can look like from a man's perspective, and I feel like, I feel like, I always think it like if they want to, they will. Like men yeah. mm. know respect, they know what respect is, and they know how to accord respect to someone that they do respect. So, um, you should just respect people. Jiggy, I'm saying like if you're a yeah. guy and into this, like you can obviously respect people like. Is not rocket science, so I got respect to people, respect women, stop treating women like trash. Like, if like, just make the world a little bit easier by behaving yourself. If like, you reason. have, you know, like, what
0: the thing is, they have, yeah, they have so it's yourself. like, the, what, why can't you respect? Like, you have a mom, like, I can't, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just that whole thing that you have a mom. And like, so, why you know can't you? Something that's very
3: wild when it comes to like, especially the younger men, is like, they can treat someone. A, a girl bad or a lady bad and then they don't want people to treat their younger sisters, sisters bad. yeah and it's like you should know that this is someone else's sister or this one else's future mom or this one is mm-hmm. like jiggy you know i'm saying so just accord respect to people like it's not that hard just yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Um. last thing I'll add is that um, it's always good to be surrounded by a group of like other women like yeah. we have like it's like family of women because I don't know there's just nothing like women supporting women or women having women's back because like of the society that we live in so I'll be like I'll say like always surround yourself by good intentional it's like yeah Christian Christian women that will just be there to support you and have your back and who you can be vulnerable with because that's just it like we are each other's strengths like we draw strength from each other so that's like a very important thing and yes like respect it should just be a normal thing like you should respect people because they're people regardless of like gender race class anything like just respect people because of their human. like is that not enough
2: <laughs> exactly
3: <Yeah>. enough <laughs>
2: yeah. i'll just add my own that like with respect and everything like it's so important, especially in this day and age and especially for men in this whole issue to be teachable because in as much as there's no excuse for it, there are many men who genuinely do not understand and even women too who genuinely do not understand what we mean when we say like oh women are marginalized and da 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 da, da because some people think oh th- those are just the roles, right? Or that's how society functions and so it's so important to be teachable and for those of us who actually know and who understand the things better to rather than dismiss people to actually try to have I mean some people don't want to hear which is like just the truth but some people actually want to listen but they just don't know they just don't understand how to treat women better how to respect them how to you know acknowledge and appreciate their hard work and you know open up opportunities for them that they actually deserve and this goes to like everyone else. It's important to be teachable because honestly, we're all different. Even different, different women want different things and we also need to respect that. And so we're all different. So it's important to be teachable and to be able to see from other people's perspective. And for men, they, they're, they're, they think in a much different way from us, which is part of their makeup and what God created them to be. Some of it is like, entitlement that society has enabled i would obviously say that Mm -hmm. but it's important to be teachable and to help other people learn it's not our job of course but it's important to be teachable to see that okay even if the way you saw things like this or because some guys the way they treat other women is the way they've seen their mothers treated at home yeah and that might not always be okay but that's all they know you know and you can't necessarily I mean they should get educated, but you can't I mean you can't blame them, but you also can't blame them because they don't know any better. And so for guys I would say it's important to be teachable. Even if let's say at home you saw your mom being treated in a certain way and you feel like, Oh, that's that's the maximum and like that's how to treat queens it's possible that people want more and the standard that you set that you saw like in your families was not is not actually the, you know. A standard that works worldwide. So I think, like, for guys, it's, I and mean, having this kind of conversation, like, it's so important to be teachable and to hear other people out and to understand where they're coming from because men, women, everything, all of us, even in like women, we're all very different and we want many, many different things. And God created us all to be different individuals. So it's important to hear other people out and, you know, be open to understanding different people's perspectives on things without you know like you can still stay true to your own beliefs and your own understanding and what you know from the bible regardless of that so yeah
0: Yours. yeah I have a testimony before we end this topic this yes episode. ma'am let me share my testimony so we went to record this podcast at 3 a.m., right? It's me and Tommy since time. So I set my alarm for 250. I don't know, for some weird reason, the alarm didn't go off. I really didn't hear it. But then I just randomly felt the need to wake up at exactly 250. And then I woke up and then I texted you guys. So that's my. The Holy Spirit.
2: The Holy Spirit is moving. Uh-huh. He's doing moving. his job. When it's... Yeah.
0: yeah. We've come to the end of this episode, guys.
2: I feel like so, we should yeah. get back into this episode at some other point in time, and maybe even have like a conversation with some of our male friends. that would yeah. be, interesting. Yeah. Mm, I like be like
0: nice. Some testosterone in this in this podcast. Yeah, hmm. I think
1: this topic is actually so like delicate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's like a very delicate topic, especially now because like we're being more open about a lot of things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah and when we grown talk-
2: and we've seen more things. And we didn't yeah. even talk deep about the whole husband-wife part because that's like a different dynamic from yeah, men and a, women. Yeah. We're coming, don't worry about it.
1: So
0: cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we don't say big thank you to Naomi for coming. Ooh, <laughs> Naomi.
3: Thanks. I so mean, I was able
1: to keep the knowledge like at the same level because at the time I was like, slacking.
0: <laughs> of course. Please don't even <laughs> Don't even the big brain. Say that
2: to me. Um. Yeah. Today, Deco is speaking the song of the week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's funny because the song of the, like, I didn't even know we we'll end up talking about validation and stuff like that. But the song of the week for this week is confidence. It's by this lady Emma. Emma. I don't know how to pronounce her name properly, but it's e- E-M-A. And it's a really nice song, I believe. And so yes, of course. The song of the week for this week is by a woman because you know we have to represent, and it's called Confidence. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to it.
0: Ooh, look at how the Holy Spirit just moves! I'm so happy this time. Just <laughs> <laughs> look. Anyways, yeah. Thank you guys. See you guys next week at what time? 2 p.m. 2 PM.
1: Yeah.
2: EDT, I think.
0: EDT. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you, Naomi. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.